Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. You have the first pick there, people that said they're going. Quarterback might be available there. You're saying Justin's your guy. Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. Welcome to lying season. So you For some of us, it's every day. Darkness and seclusion. Yeah, I know. You've been out there and tried to mix with the animals. This song's and so And it just good. left you full of humiliated confusion. But the feeling of loneliness never leaves you. It haunts you everywhere you go. And then you meet me. And your whole world changes. Because... Everything I say is everything you've ever wanted to hear. So you drop your defenses, and you drop all your fears. And you're so busy feeling good, that you never question why. Exactly. So well. You want to know why? full lyrics there i thought we were just subtly folding in the instrumental Woo! i forgot how hard that chorus hits um that chorus bangs it is lying season in the nfl i wrote a column about it in the sun times because let me and let me just tell you where like the inspiration for the column came from everyday life well, there's that. I'm going to do this all segment, guys. Strap but in. Specifically, it came from this show. Oh, God. So last week, Dan and I are sitting here doing the show. I look up and I point at both TVs. And, you know, Dan does the thing where he's like, huh? And so then he looks at it and he's like, oh, like frustrated while he's on the air. And it's because I have the TVs usually set for ESPN and ESPN2. I'd like to for us to get a subscription to MLB Network. That'd be nice because our friend Sierra Santos is hosting Hot Stove, so I'd like to be able to like support her. But anyway, at the yeah. same at the same time, on two different stations, there were two different panels talking about whether or not the Bears should trade Justin Fields. Did one of them have Mad Dog? Yes, one of them did have Mad Dog that on That would it. be the one that probably said yes. Well, Mad Dog, I don't know what his thoughts on it, but what they what's happened or what's been happening over the last couple of weeks is you're seeing some of the football people, like the respected football people, kind of move towards, well, you know... What the Bears could do is they could trade Justin Fields and then they could draft Bryce Young because we have Bryce Young as being slightly better than Justin Fields and then you could restart the quarterback clock. It's very frustrating because I think that 
one of the things that happened last year, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Layla, one of the things I felt like happened last year is that people were tuning in specifically at the end of the year for sure to see what Justin Fields would do. Well, yes. Yes. To say the very least, yes. That he was like a beacon of hope for people. Like once, once we got past week five and once the changes were made, you went, oh, wow, look at this. Maybe Lawrence wasn't so off when he was like, you know what you should be looking at? You should be looking at Jalen Hurts' career arc and his development arc in year two, and you should compare that. By the way, if you want to have a fun exercise and let allow me to go off Barry Horowitz with it, go look at Jalen Hurts' year two statistics and compare them to Justin Fields' year and two And then have statistics. even more fun. Look at Jalen Hurts' offensive line oh, that's compared sexy. to Justin Fields. And then look at Jalen Hurts' receivers. Yep. Well, now that's what you're hoping. Colin Coward, I'm talking to you. That's what you're hoping that Ryan Poles adds. That he spends this offseason because the, the Bears have $100 million. They've got the most money of anyone. They can jump out. They can control the market in free agency. They also have the number one draft pick. And that, to me... What you would get trading the number one draft pick is more valuable. Like if, if if we just went from like a sheer economics of it, if I trade Justin Fields, like what I get back in return, I don't think, and I could be wrong, is going to be as lucrative as trading the number one pick to a quarterback desperate team. What they're going to give up and then the players that you will acquire with the extra picks that you get from that trade. Yeah, you're also hoping your GM just nails the draft, which is... But him getting extra picks allows him to have more opportunities to nail the draft. Bingo. Instead of, well, I'm going to draft a rookie quarterback and... you You know how I feel about Bryce Young. I think he's terrific. And I think, quite honestly that if he can stay healthy, which is a big question, if he can stay healthy, I think he's Drew Brees. Here's the problem. He's smaller significantly. Did you mean to use that that comparison in yes. this house? Because yes. you know who thought who was going to be Drew Brees? Drew Brees? No. When you were covering him in Texas? Drew Drew Brees had to prove people wrong then. Yep. Drew Brees had to like prove that he had a start on his high school football team. He had to leave. He had to play here in the Midwest instead of playing at, at the he, University of he Texas. He was in Texas's backyard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ryan Pace was hoping that Mitch Trubisky would be the next Drew. Brees. Oh, that's right. He was way off on that. There was nothing in Mitch's profile that led you to believe that anything that he would do would say that he could be Drew Brees. Fancy old GM thought he was reinventing the wheel. Like nothing. Like there was nothing in Mitch's profile that connected him to Drew Brees. Just his emotion, which he didn't balance with anyone. But with Bryce Young, there is like the pinpoint accuracy. The way that he is able to scramble inside of the pocket and make plays. I really like Bryce Young. I, I, I've, I've watched every game that he's played, and he's incredible. Okay, but you know what you're doing in the time that this segment has started. 
you were doing the same thing that has been done in the NFL. You, from the time the segment started until now, mm-hmm. you were talking about somebody who is not the quarterback of the Bears, and you were therefore convincing yourself of a possibility that might be out there. No, 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 no. With everything that I'm saying about Bryce Young, I'll take Justin Fields. And the reason that I'll take Justin Fields is partially, if Bryce Young were 6'1 and 205 pounds, it might be a different discussion. Was his 40 time? Doesn't matter. Because Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is, is, is the same as Peyton Manning's. Yeah, what does he say? 4'5 or something? 4'8? Four 4'8. Eight. Four eight. He jokes, yeah. I mean, it's true. Um, but when I look at Fields, I see a player that can do more. And there is the concern after watching what happened this past year with Tua, watching a smaller, and I don't mean short, I mean smaller. Like, for example, there's a difference between Bryce Young and Kyler Murray. Right. They might be the same height, and Murray might be shorter, but Murray is stout. Center of gravity, too. Murray's probably 205 pounds. Bryce is going to get on the scale at, at the combine, and it's going to say, like, 180, and then he's going to be 5'10 and three quarters. It scares me off. If I didn't have a quarterback... I'd be fine taking that risk on him because I think that he's going to be that good. Guess what? I got a quarterback. You don't have an offensive line, which makes it even more risky. Definitely don't have that. (laughs) Definitely don't have an offensive line, which is what I hope the Bears will end up going through. But it's it's been weird seeing people kind of understand, like the cognitive dissonance of understanding what Justin Fields had to work with Throughout the season, like all of the coverage nationally was like, this is remarkable what this guy is doing with no receivers and no offensive line. And then the season ended and it's like, he's five and 20 as a starter. What? Who cares? You you saw the games. You understand why he's five and twenty, and it's not because of him. It's just the way that the, the thought process goes, though, in the NFL. Like, I look at what's happening with Derek Carr right now, and I think Derek Carr is completely capable of having success in another place on another team. And it's it's just the idea of talent winning out and capability winning out. And we do this to ourselves. We did this to ourselves in one of the most offensive line knowledgeable places there is. Did I just miss something? No, not at all. Not at all. Mike was setting me up for a piece of sound. So why don't we get to the piece of sound because it speaks to what we've been talking about. That would be great. Which is a good thing. This is this is actually a good thing. Everybody, it's a good thing. Um, Lewis Riddick, in his Chronicles of Riddick segment, get it, get it, on Get Up this morning, finally spoke to some of the stuff that his colleagues have been saying. Is there something about Justin Fields that I don't know? Is there something about Justin Fields that the people who have kind of taken this whole thing and just kind of turbocharged it, that they know that I don't know about Justin Fields, that people are saying, you know what, we need to move on from him because he's never going to realize his potential, and Bryce Young is the answer? Because remember, at one point in time during the regular season, it was Luke Getze's the problem. You're running him too much. 
You're not letting him throw it and develop his and throw <laughs> develop his throwing acumen. It was get this offensive coordinator the hell out of here. Before that, it was get Matt Nagy the hell out of here. Th- these guys don't know what they're doing. Now it's let's get Justin Fields out of here and let's just get a new quarterback. It's like it doesn't like make this make sense to me. No, I understand. Look, I love the kid too, and I loved him coming out of the draft. I wanted the Jets to take him with the second overall pick. We all understand how that turned out. But if I were simply changing the question, because the, they've been looking for a quarterback in Chicago sure. since Jim McMahon. Yeah. If I were to change the question to who will be the better player in the long run, Bryce Young or Justin Fields, if we took everything else out of the equation. But you, but you, you can't take everything else out of the equation because. Okay, because if you, if you, I'll tell you what, if you put Bryce Young with that offense and you took Justin Fields, right, and you gave him two years in Philadelphia's <laughs> offense with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Miles Sanders and Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey, I'm going to tell you what, I'll take Justin Fields 100 out of 100 times. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Also, um, we all. Who was the third voice there that was like, was that Keyshawn? It might have been Mike Tannenbaum or something. I don't know. But just real quick, we we do blanket that the Bears have been looking for a quarterback since Jim McMahon. It's really disrespectful to Eric Kramer. It's also. And Jim Miller. And and Jay Cutler, respectfully. I mean, I get it, but, but. All I know, like, you go look at Eric, was it the 94 season? Go look at Eric Kramer's 94 season. I think he was the fifth highest rated fantasy quarterback of 1994. Was anybody doing fantasy? People were doing it. They were calling it Roto, but there were some people who were doing it. 95 season. 95 season. What we got on numbers for Eric Kramer in 95? 29 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 3,800 yards passing. 3,800 yards in 1995. Yeah. Yeah. 